Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I thought that was a, a really good skate, uh, you know, keeping it in perspective. It's the first day, and you have a lot of uh, excitement, which is a lot of anxiety, which, um, and no matter what they have done prior to this, there's nothing like the first day of training camp. You, you know, you can train all summer long, as these guys do. They come in great shape, but with the anxiety and emotions of the first day, and then knowing you you absolutely can't take a shortcut anywhere uh, in a physical battle, uh, you're pretty tired at the end of the first day. Uh, it's draining. So um, I thought it was a good first day. It's a first day. We have, you know, everything we do is a process. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll build and continue to progress and um, you know demand more and more each day. Having established your message like through the course of last season to a team that mostly returns intact. How do you now alter it, or not, not alter it per se, but, but uh, you know, build on the message and the foundation that you've established as far as what your expectations are from each team, each player, the team and each player? Yeah, well, there's a lot to that uh, question. I guess I know why I have the water here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it is it is a build. Everything's a build. It's a process. I mentioned to you, you know, this room a lot last year, you know, the, the offensive systems of things are a build and that's going to keep building as these guys gain more experience and confidence and poise um, so we're going to keep building we're going to keep progressing uh, the message is continue to get better uh, and th th this sport is awesome because no matter how good you are there's ways to get better uh, and lots of ways to get better it's not just one thing like you you there's so many different skills and, and attributes to to each player individually within his position within the context of our system within the context of playing as a five-man unit it's you you pull video out we're going to pull video out even from the practice uh, to give guys focus points so for us really as coaches it's about continuing to give them focus points really forward thinking you know what what they can do more or what they can do better what maybe they're leaving on the table you know we talked a lot last year there was a lot left on the table we created a lot of opportunity that either didn't convert to scoring chances and certainly then it didn't convert to a goal and so uh, you know we're gonna go to work in that area specifically but many others with the continuity on the coaching staff and even on what we can determine will be your NHL roster a lot of guys are back in what ways can you really take even more advantage of training camp just in terms of growth opportunities now that you're not having to teach certain principles that I use that word, but certain <laughs> certain principles um, like you had to maybe last year where you're starting 
fresh in a lot of ways. It's it's a huge huge advantage. Um, you know, that's that's a big reason why I enjoy going to men's world championships. For example, you have 20 new players, new coaches, and you got about four days to integrate and play. You know, a, a national team that might have been training for a month or two. The way we put our teams together here from North America in the NHL, and uh, you know, so so we have so many returning players that even today's practice, we ran drills without throwing a lot of detail and concepts at them, knowing they've got to get their legs and lungs back to, to, to NHL pace. And you hear the older players communicating to the new guys uh, concepts and principles that matter or objectives within the drill. And that's pretty uh, pretty nice. It's very nice to see as a, as a coach. I know you come into these camps with an open <coughs> looking to design how you want your lineups to be and what you want the roster to be. But how do you keep what worked last season out of your mind when you try to come up well, we didn't win enough last season, so it's easy to, to think that way. You know, no matter what we did, we want to win and win more. And I, I've, I've said it many times, if there's one thing I'm greedy about, it's, it's wanting to win. I'll, I'll take more and more. But So the focus is on that. I mean, it's, you know, things might look good, good and things might look great, but don't we want better? I don't want to settle for good or great. I want better and better. So that's easy. So we're always, you know, that's the mindset. That's what I push the coaches every day. Um, there wasn't a drill out there. There was one drill we did last year. My push with the coaches was, you know, we're not doing a drill that we did last year right now. Find a way to do something better. And we'll, And that was, you know, one area that I'll push them as a staff and push us as a staff, really. Um, so for us, yeah, it's, it's much less of thinking I'm going to find some, you know, beautiful line. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, this is a great line. Do we want to be better? Can we find something better? Because you're always missing better if you don't if you go into that conservative mode, and uh, we're not we're not there yet to, to be doing that. Well, it's all any any plan is that you have. You you plan all summer long, but you don't have information for day two, and that's injuries and how guys feel and. You know, all any other thing that can come up uh, in regard. So, uh, yeah, there's always a plan. There's always a system. There's always thoughts in mind. There's always lots of discussions behind the scenes. But as far as what our final decision will be, you know, what what we'll make of that, uh, you know, if we're talking just game one of the regular season, we've got a lot of time before that, with a lot of information to be making those decisions. So. Uh, you know, I'm not one to speculate ahead. Uh, let's watch and see, and I think we'll all see pretty similar by the by the time that day comes. This season's the Jack Quinn of Pacheco put in last year. Now, as we move forward, and they're in training camp, you're trying to earn spots. What do they have to show you now to show you they're ready? I'm not worried about them, nor do I think about showing me they're ready. I want to get them playing their best, and. Then we can evaluate them and evaluate and see where they're at. So, you know, that has to do with conditioning. That has to do with the psyche. Uh, that has to do with putting with players that, you know, again, we can see their potential or their potential best. And those are still reads based on information now. So, you know, the, the game one that they'll play in a preseason game, we'll look at it and say, okay, um, they've earned the right, Paul, to, to that we know them and I watched them enough last year. These are guys that are going to help us. Those two players are going to help us. They're going to help our team. They're going to help us in practice. Where they're at in that spectrum of helping us right now, 
that's what we we need to evaluate. But I want to accelerate that progress just as I want to with every player. But the, with them, you know they're going to help us at, you know, more and more as they gain experience. Uh, they have what we really need to see. They have an appetite for more. They compete really hard. Uh, their ceiling is really high, um, and they're accomplishing things day by day. You know, uh, Obviously, you, you know the relationships I have with Seth. I mean, we've talked countless times over the last year on, on pl these players and the progress of those two guys and more. Um, so it, it's, it's continuing to evaluate that process and knowing we want them to be in our lineup. Pardon me for this being maybe a little bit, bit long, but I'm known for that. Um, but no apologies needed in here, John. You, you, you've mentioned getting better a few times now, that being your message that, you know, why not get better? How do you balance this thought Kyle Ocposo ended last season believing that there, be, there, there can be a carryover on how you finished last season into this year. But how do you balance that or guard against just saying, we show up and we can just do where pick up where we left off in, in, in April? The, the great question. The carryover has to be the experience. Positive experiences, negative experience, frustrating experiences. And I think those guys identify with what I mentioned earlier is what we left on the table. They're pissed off that, you know, that uh, there were nights I, I, I challenged them hard, that I believe these, this is a game that we should win. And we said that a lot all the way, you know, the last half of the year before we even started winning. I, I'm big on, you know, you have to be confident before you win. You know, if, if your confidence just comes because you just started winning, I don't, I don't know how that really works in the long run. So I think our guys are really confident before we started winning hockey games. And they played with that intent and that intention. And so they've developed kind of that ownership and identified with, okay, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into winning and a lot of details that need to be executed. And we gave up skill and experience a lot to teams in the last few years. And I mentioned to this group and, and my message was, we just need to get better and better. And that was the message back there with our group. And when we get better, those we can see that and, and, and now it's it's we go into games and I don't think we feel the outcome is gonna be decided by skill. That team just has more skill than us, they're gonna win. That was almost the mentality and mindset. So now it pisses you off because it's not, you're not gonna lose the game because of skill. You're gonna lose the game because of execution, because of details. And uh, you mentioned Ocposo when you say that, that's leadership. I mean that's that's a guy that's that's been in this league, we know. Look at how long he's been in the league and look at how competitive he is. So he knows that. I think that message has gone to the players. So, um, you know, if we're going to carry something over from from last year, I don't think it's the, the good and the winning. I think it's the taste in your mouth of, you know, we left some stuff on the table and we need to go after that. Of all the things that this team accomplished last year, is that might be the biggest takeaway aside from individual performances? That is accomplishment to yeah. me. Like I said, wins will follow. I, I, I like the, the winning is, you know, um, I guess you can confuse, you know, everybody looks at winning, 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 and, and you know, that's, and then you talk about success. And I think sometimes you, 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 you confuse the two or they, they, they sound the same. You know, we're talking about success, and that's doing the right things, targeting from targeting the right things, from, from your preparation the right way to go get things, and then winning is the result. You know, and and I think this group has 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 identified well with that. What it takes.
takes to be successful, which is every day. And you do it, and you're going to win more. Don, Kevin got an extension yesterday, and he was obviously instrumental in you getting a chance to go behind an NHL bench. How has that relationship evolved from April of 2021 to now? Yeah, it, it's, it's grown, and it's grown really um, – to the to the point where you go into you go into coaching and you go into management. One thing you miss is being part of a team and teammates. You just miss it. It's just not there. And I would liken that growth to to, to being teammates. Um, you, you know, I get that feeling just in our conversations. He's he's someone that you know I can go to uh, invent, uh, and I and I have you know. I mean, I can't vent to you, you guys. Um, so, so he's yeah. It would be pretty interesting. <laughs> it would be pretty interesting. I'm sure yeah, that would be a tough one if I said that, Paul, uh, uh, Mike. Let's talk in confidence. That would just kill you not to write, not to write what I told you. Um, no, but but that that's the relationship we have. I, I need somebody uh, as a coach. I I I want Kevin involved as much as he wants to be involved with me I just talked to him about practice uh, what were his takeaways he gave me a couple thoughts um, you know I give him our game plan going in uh, and he gives me his his thoughts after I don't want to say opinions because we're trying to figure this out together and we try different things and you know if I'm wrong you know I want somebody that's going to tell me that uh, I mean I do what I do I try to do with uh, there's always thought going into it, but it might be thought, it might be a bias, it might be going right direction. So I need somebody that can can look out for me, and I have a trust in Kevin um, that you know he, he knows our coaching staff works, and and uh, I think the, you know my growth in relationship to him is the speed of information is incredible. I, my first six years, Mike, and I'm sorry to be long on this, but I was the general manager and the coach, and it was easy to get things done immediately I, I, I obviously I lived it and being the general manager and the coach you know uh, all those coaching and general manager decisions were made like that sometimes the two had no I won't go into that but um, but uh, but you know I feel that way now it's the speed of what we can get to things to move on to the next thing is really really important and that's why I, I feel I need to have a great relationship with him, but it just works. He, he's a great person. Uh, he works hard, and he's he's an extremely experienced NHL, you know, former player in mind. When you look at what Owen Power was able to do at the end of last year, just how do you work with him as he goes into his first full pro season? Yeah, much like uh, the, the answer to Paterka and Quinn. Um, I've tracked him for quite a while. He looked great again today. He looked today even you know, he, he coaches himself very well. He studies the game. He studies his position. He studies best players. So he's always finding ways to get better uh, or add to his game. Um, so, you know, I think with him, much like we did at the end of last year, we want to we wanna throw, him, throw him in there without, you know, uh, uh, you know, we don't want him dipping his toe in the, in the pool, just jump right in. And, and because he, he, he will self-correct. So we want him going going hard, and so we'll watch him, and I'm sure he's going to have 90% of everything right on, and the 10% that's not, we'll be able to see. Okay, that's this is the 10% we need to approach him with, 
I don't need to approach him with 100% of stuff. He, let's see what he gets right and what his feel is. So we need to learn about him before we start in, inundating him with, you know, stuff to consciously think about. Um, and that's the process with all our guys. I don't want him thinking about us. Uh, it's our job to think about them. Tim, so what's your thought as you enter camp today now? Two players. Is Casey Middlestad a winger or a center today? And is Dylan Cousins a winger or a center? What is your thought as you enter camp? Well, well just I, I'll, I'll turn that back to you. Why are they one or the other? And, and that's just the way we think. And I, um, you know, why would we convince ourselves that they're one or the other? You know, we, we don't we don't want to limit. That's limiting. Um, I know it might seem like, well, you could argue it's not limiting because this guy's a better centerman. Um, but uh, but for them to have that and that flexibility, um, because they can both those players specifically now shifted now specifically because they both have attributes that if you shift them to either position within a game or within a you know um, within a game they they're dangerous in different ways at center and they're dangerous in different ways on the wing and it's impressive and they're growing in both so that's pretty exciting so I, I don't know what we'll do um, you know when you have the line combinations for us we have a we have uh, five six, twelve lines in camp, so we have a lot of young guys. And I thought the rookies were really good in the prospect camp or the uh, the, the rookie tournament. I want to integrate some of the rookies with the guys that have been here, so that's preventing us from getting to lines. I think you know once we hit in October, you're going to see us move more toward line combinations as we prepare for that game. Uh, the, the opener, I should say. Uh, but now I want to integrate the organization and these guys with different people. So I'm not too concerned with line combinations yet. And in the process, uh, I think Casey and Dylan are enjoying playing you know, different positions. And we'll just keep moving along that and see, see what we see when uh, day one opens. What injuries do we have? What our lineup looks like? And then we'll say, okay, we need this guy at center. Uh, and, and to note, one's a righty, one's a lefty there too. So... How have you seen the experience that Rasmus Dahlin gained last season in a much more bigger role influence, build upon his confidence, and what do you see the next steps for Rasmus now that he has all that experience and going into his fifth training? Ooh, um, just, you know, it's, it's going to sound a boring answer, but just keep getting better. And, and much like I said about Owen, you know, he's a guy that has a huge appetite for more. You know, he's never, he's never, uh, you know, he's immersed in the moment and the next moment that he has control of in preparation. He doesn't get too far ahead of himself. Uh, you know, we've known him to dwell on mistakes quite a bit, and we've kind of pushed him out of that. And it's, I think that's helped accelerate his development. Um, but he, I know he went in the summer, and I, I said it to many people, I don't think I said it to this group, but even the success of defensemen in the NHL playoffs. I was, you know, when we were talking as a staff, I said, I know that Dolls is watching the NHL playoffs, and it pisses him off. And, and his, he's got such a high personal standard that I know he demands more. So I know that he's taking initiative over the summer to make himself a better hockey player based on what he sees and based on the experience he's gained. Um, so, so again, I'm going to just 
let him go and watch and help him wherever I can. But he's a better player than he was when he left us uh, on our last game, April 29th. There is no doubt about it. Is there an advantage to having him and Owen in the same practice group? No, it just happened that way, Jordan. Um, yeah, we had so many different things. We absolutely thought about, you know, some of the young guys mixing with 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 the uh, more experienced guys. But I don't think we worried about uh, Owen and, and Dolls in that regard. What are some of the important attributes to look for in the next team captain, and how do you view your player leadership? We have great leadership. Um, I'll just point out our three, you know, older. I think our there are three oldest guys is Gergensons. Uh, Poso and, and Craig Anderson, and they do a tremendous job. They have that, just that presence. There is a presence there, and they're they're in it, obviously as competitors. Uh, but they really have a deep care for helping some other guy achieve more. They they're not they don't fear that oh this guy could replace me, which is which is very uncommon. You know whether that's a conscious thought or a, or a subconscious thought. Sometimes it's hard for the older players to really, really help a guy that might replace them or take some ice time away from them. Those three, the three guys are, are you know, they're, they love it. They, they, you know, we've, we've tried to empower them to that end, and, and they've embraced it, uh, and, and they love it. So, um, you know, I think Kevin mentioned, you know, we've discussed captaincy a lot uh, over the summer and, and extensively, I should say, and there's a lot of guys that we know have the capability of either being or becoming a captain at this level. And that was one of the biggest things when we did a, a real deep dive and, and, and asked ourselves questions and even talked to others, uh, that we have a lot of guys in that room that uh, have, are becoming leaders and better leaders every day. You know, we want to make sure we clear the way that, that that happens, that that process keeps happening. Those players that maybe. Um, you know, that, that not who are necessarily just who our captain is, but a whole next group of guys are coming. Because let's face it, we've had uh, Gergensons and Akposo, uh last year. We talked about them being the captains, and then we had some, you know, we had to add through injuries uh, the aid to guys. Uh, but those are the two guys that obviously are, are within our captain group this year. Uh, and the next group of guys is, is a big number of guys. So we want to make sure that keeps moving. Do you feel there's a variety in the, in the types of leaders, like the types of leadership that yep. is emerging with different guys? Yeah, it is. Different personalities and different, you know, and you have leaders that, you know, you can have an extreme leader that's, you know, not necessarily captain material. Like captain material, you got to be very comfortable getting in a guy's face, calling guys out. You know, that's a that's a big part of captaincy, too, and, and that's not, that's a burden. That's, that's a lot. Um, so... You know, and, and again, you know, when you think of young guys, I think that sometimes that's a that's a concern for any organization when you're pointing a young young guy. I think that's probably the toughest part of a young guy. He he's in a position where he's got to call out his his teammates, and, and uh, you know, he might be eight, ten years younger than a guy. And I'd be saying that in general in, in sports. And so those are so many different components you look at uh, when you think about captaincy. How much? It's different than leadership, basically. Kevin was saying that Rasmus has acquired swagger to him like this. How do you how do you see that swagger? Right now? Uh, the swagger to me is, is a confidence with a willingness to earn it and re-earn it. You know, it's it's when you're cocky and, and you're you know you don't maybe maybe you don't 
feel you have to earn it. You've, you've earned it already. You know, Rasmus is willing to earn it. So when he chirps even a teammate in practice, he'll go harder than that. He knows. He'll challenge the guy in practice and call him out, and then he'll hop in line and go one-on-one -on -one against him and say, I'll show you what I'm talking about. You, you're not going hard enough, and you're not competing hard enough. So he'll back up what he says. So he, he's, in, that, in my mind, you've earned that swagger. It's, that's a good, healthy swagger. So. Knowing how much it took Cage of her, her way to push him, how, <clears throat> I'm not sure pride is the right word, but the fact that he is now at the point where he gets to sign that kind of a contract, and how do you proceed, knowing his mentality, how do you see him um, not settle after being yeah, there's no, he'll never settle on that. Uh, he, he, he wants to prove more and, you know, he, he wants to prove it to himself, which is the best thing. He, you know, he, he, he wants to play for, for our fans, for our team, for his coaches, his teammates, but that burn inside of him, he's just quiet. And, and you guys have, have learned and seen him endure quietly and have to, you know, uh, just, just try to be under the radar when you couldn't be under the radar to stay focused on, you know, back to our theme, getting better. So, yeah, it was really, uh, I'm really excited for him. Um, I am not worried about him. He, he wants more. I've told the story that when he scored his 30th, I leaned over on the bench and said, you know, I know you're thinking like me. This is a great reward, but let's go get 31 and more. And uh, that's, his, that's the way he processes things. Kevin talked about, you know, he did a very deep dive into injury, talking to you and doctors and trainers and sports performance, everybody, to try to get a handle on how can you reduce the injuries. So from what you've heard in all those discussions, is there anything you can do, being practice-wise, that type of thing, as you look, as you've listened and talked and everything that maybe can help reduce the number of injuries that you guys have had? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things that come to mind. Paul, and again, these are things that when you do this, you're going to look at the science of it, uh, which we do. Um, we don't feel that there's a lot of information in the science of you know heart rate tracking through the guys that is positive. I, I don't think that it would be an issue at all. Um, it, when you are, we did have a lot of man games list missed last year. I know we were top of the league at some point late, and that really helped us getting healthy late in the year. I don't know where we finished up in that regard. But when you're a younger organization, the lack of experience forces you to compete harder. You just, you're less efficient. So you're competing harder, you're exhausting yourself more, and it's compounding. So I'm not nervous and feel we have had a problem with that, Paul. I think that is a sign of what fit if you look at our whole organization. We're a young team growing and we are trying to overachieve, which means the wear and tear factor is way harder on us than teams that are top 10 in the league. You know, they can walk in a building and they actually try to play efficient as an objective. We're feeling that we can win the game this way. When you're, you know, where we were at, as a young, experienced team, you're flying here, flying over there, flying over there, maybe because you don't have quite the calm and experience yet, and compound that, compound that, compound that, um, you know, you're going to run your risk of more injuries. It's just 
in, in my mind, I've seen it, I've, I've gone through it with teams in the past. So I think that was a bit of the component. Um, but again, this is something that's no indicator that it's going to resolve this year. I think what Kevin has done um, is continually progress this organization in depth. I feel we have greater depth. Uh, we, we've built uh, things where we know the style we want to play. We've brought players in um, that, that fit that even stronger. We've grown players within that have fit that stronger. So we are improving our efficiency from that standpoint, uh, which I think is, is you know, going to be tied to, you know, time will tell. But, um, you know, we, we, a lot of things we do in that regard are thinking of hypotheticals. But I, I, I feel we're in a really good place, Paul. And, and with that, I will mention, because Kevin did mention to me, when he talked of it, spoke of injuries, on his mind was the rookie camp. But we do have Malone, Picard, and Nadeau who are out right now in this camp. So Malone, Picard, and Nadeau. How, how long Malone? Uh, we don't know. Malone, Malone is on the ice skating with, uh, with Mike Ansel, uh, working his way back to practice now in full contact. Uh, I don't have any reports on details, Paul, so... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's not on my list. Yet. I don't know. Sorry. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.